Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 425. I'm joined by Nikki Guns in this one for his favorite division, the AFC North, our last division in our tour of all eight NFL divisions as we break them down before the season hopefully begins. The guys answer some questions from you, the podcast listeners, and then the coach, he'll give some picks for the World Golf Championships, also known as the FedEx St. Jude Invitational from the TPC Southwind in Memphis, Tennessee. And there's also another golf tournament going on, the Barracuda Championship from Montreux Golf and Country Club in Reno, Nevada. Remember, you can contact the coach with any comments and questions at the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast Twitter and Instagram handle, at TalkGambling. All the free picks, whether it's golf, baseball, NFL, college football if it starts, NBA, college basketball if it starts again. Darth even has an NHL page. You can find that at www.jeffreybelanger.com. The picks are always free. But you can support the cost of the show by clicking on the Amazon banner ad. It looks like Coach's book, Code Blood Red. You click on that Amazon banner ad, buy yourself something nice with all those winnings, and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. If you're not making a wager online, we suggest using www.mybookieag. Use that promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus when you do that. You play, you win, you get paid at mybookieag. Hey, and it's summer. You want to do some reading, lounging around on your staycation, nowhere to go. I suggest picking up one of my three books. The L.E. Armini series, Cold Blood Red. Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. You can get directly from my publisher, thewordriver.com, or for Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user. You can download it to your favorite electronic reading device. Okay, it's that time. Let's get to the quiz with the guns. The big quiz. Guns, this is a football one, not like baseball last week. I thought I'd throw you off with the baseball. I got to get back to football. The football quiz. This guy's a wide receiver. He wore number 14 and number 25. Born February 23rd, 1943. He's 77 years old from Erie, Pennsylvania. Six foot one, 190 pounds. Same size as a coach. Actually, I lost a few pounds. But uh, he went to high school at a technical high school. Erie, Pennsylvania Tech. Got to love that. Yes. And then he went to Florida State. He was a third round pick in 1965. The 39th overall pick in the NFL draft. He was a second-round pick in the 1965 AFL draft, 11th overall pick. This is a... I got a feeling, but... He also played in the Canadian Football League for the Montreal Alouettes in 1980. He coached for the Montreal Alouettes as well. He was a Super Bowl champion with the Oakland Raiders. Super Bowl MVP as well. To the post. Um, mm. A lot of stickum on his hands. Four time Pro Bowler. Yeah, I, I know who I just. First team All Pro, nineteen seventy two. Um, Five hundred eighty nine career receptions. Eight thousand nine hundred seventy four yards. Seventy six <clears throat> touchdowns. Pro Football Hall of Famer. The ghost to the post. I just can't think. College of Football Hall of Famer. Fred Blitnikoff. Blitnikoff. Yeah, I knew it. Damn it. I get pissed when I don't get him right. <laughs> Damn it. 
Only led the NFL in receptions one time, 61. But he made like big yeah. NFL moments, yeah. dude. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was not, not during a passing yeah. time either. No, right. He was right. MVP of the Super Bowl during a non-passing right. time. That's right. pretty impressive. It's your favorite division. We got to get, we got to get up. We got to start off with the last place team. Go ahead, Cincinnati Bengals. Go yeah, ahead. I know get, you got them as get last. Get out of the way. Let's get them out of the way. All right. So I think this is a team on the rise. Um, they got nowhere else to go but up. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but I like what they're doing as far as developing the team and drafting. So the key this season is obviously Burrow. I just heard a podcast today. Burrow has never met his head coach face to face. Yeah. Because of COVID. He's never been to the facility. They haven't fit him for his helmet yet. No. He doesn't even know how to get to the facility. That's crazy. And you're, he's your starting QB. Right. From day one going forward. So it's going to be a rough year for Burrow. Yeah. Um, rough year for the for the Cincinnati Bengals. Thing is, he's not a superstar athlete. He's a little quirky, but I think you got to be a little quirky to be a good NFL quarterback. He couldn't beat out Dwayne Haskins. Oh, you don't hear what my uh, Urban loves Dwayne Haskins. Do you, do you hear what it, that podcast? He said they uh, Colin Cowherd asked him who's the greatest high school quarterback you've ever seen. It was Dwayne Haskins? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I can see that, but anyway, he's not a super athlete. He's quirky, but I think he has the it factor. He can make all the throws. He's mobile. I think he's going to be a good quarterback eventually in the NFL. Um, he's got weapons. He's got AJ Green. Tyler Boyd, uh, Auden Tate, Joe Ross, if you ever can run that 4-2 he ran in that damn combine again. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Yeah. Uh, second round, they took Higgins out of Tennessee. He's a game-breaker at wide receiver. Mixon, probably an underrated. He's, he's super good. He's back, really good. Right. He's really good. Catch the ball, run. Problem is O-line, again. Oh, huge um, problem. Huge. Here's the thing. They almost get a second first-round pick this year because of Jonah Williams. Right. Who missed the entire year. So you've got a tackle. Uh, Cordy Glenn's going to be your other one. Uh, no, they lost Cordy Glenn. I'm sorry. Their other tackle, Bobby Hart, he's below average. Uh, They're going to probably move him. He's a pain in the ass, by I the know. way. He was a pain in um, the ass for the Giants. Their interior line's average. They get... You know, they get the problem is they're going to get manhandled by these ferocious defensive lines in the NF in the uh, AFC North. Yeah. So, is Burrow running for his life the whole year? Is he going to be? I don't know. Like, I worry about the shock factor. Like shell shock would happen to Carr with Burrow. I think he's smart enough and mature enough to figure this whole thing out, but. I like their Ugh. offensive weapons. I like their skill players. I like their quarterback, but I think their O line could be in in deep trouble against these defenses in the in the AFC North. We both agree. You got to build with the line. It's yep. been proven over and over again. Offensive line will not be good for Burrow. You get, at least Dalton was a vet, and he could kind of like manage it. Right? Manage it. He's not going to be able to manage it. Bobby Hart returns at right tackle. That's not a good thing. Nope. Trey Hopkins returns at center. 2019 first round pick Jonah Williams. That that's a big upgrade. That, that's, that's a big like upgrade. Another, another first round pick, right? Fourth round pick Michael Jordan. You know, I bet they wish they had the actual Michael Jordan to maybe be a skill position guy for him. Yep. Uh, left guard free agent Xavier Sue, Sufilo uh, Suafilo from uh, Dallas. Maybe that helps a little bit. 
What Joel Mixon does behind that shitty line know, is incredible. really impressive. I agree. A.J. Green coming back helps. T. Higgins will be better than Tyler Boyd. Will be better than Jonathan Ross. Uh, no Tyler Efert, but they should be used to that. He's always hurt anyway. Yep. Zach Taylor, very young. Entire staff is still green. There's still a very young group. Uh, he's supposed to be a QB whisperer because he coached Tannehill, who had the most passing yards behind Peyton Manning and uh, Dan Marino for uh, in his first like four years in the league or whatever. He coached at the University of Cincinnati. I think that's part of the reason why he got the job. He was two years as an assistant with the Rams. The Bengals go cheap all the time. Uh, I, I'm not in love with that coaching staff. The defense, terrible against the pass. The they, run defense is did, terrible. They did spend some money this year on defense, though. Yeah, free agent signings have patched some holes. DJ Reader at nose, yep. secondary depth. Trey Waynes, Von Bell, Mackenzie Alexander at corner from Minnesota. Their only saving grace is they got the best special teams, and they had the best special teams in the NFL last year. This division is actually really good in special teams play, and I think that stems from the Ravens because they have always a good special teams. The Bengals have very good special teams. That's the best I can say about them. I have them getting two wins. Wow! But they beat the Giants, which gives them the second round, the second pick in the draft. The Giants get the number one overall pick. Okay. What do you got for the Bengals' defense, and what do you got for wins? Uh, agree about the defense. Like the addition of uh, DJ Reader, runs runs stuff up the middle. You pair him with Geno Atkins. That's a good interior uh, rush there. Geno Atkins had a bad year last year. He did. I think, that, again, I, I wonder, like, sometimes with these guys with their motivation when your yeah. team just sucks, you know? Yeah. Like, are you going to give it every play when you know, like, it doesn't matter? I don't know. Um Dunlop and Lawson on the edge. Uh, Lawson's never lived up to his potential yet. Hopefully he gets there. They took uh, got Trey Waynes out of Minnesota. He's a competent corner. Uh, they lost Dre Fitzpatrick, which is huge. He's a stud. Uh, Willie Jackson, the guy which the Steelers drafted. Um, he's very good. He can be really good. And then you add Mackenzie Alexander into the, you know, as a slot corner. That's not the worst secondary. Von Bell. From New Orleans, great safety. He's not a good coverage guy, but he will stuff the run. And in this division, oh, you better. they're going to try to run it down your throat. So yep. uh, Jesse Bates is a good player. Their linebackers are just horrific. They're all young. They're, it's it's going to be a, a, a shit show on, on for the run, uh, linebackers there. So I have Cincinnati going 4-12. and 12. I think... They gain momentum as the year goes on. I think they steal a game or two. Um, I think they get shut out in the division as far as who they're playing with the North, but they're going to steal a game or two. I think the end of the year when teams quit or give up, Burrow will come on and they'll, they'll win more than you know people think. So I got them going 4-12. and 12. Okay, so we're in agreement there. Let me, let me preface the next three teams with – we haven't done our playoff pod yet, but I have three teams from this division making the playoffs. Agreement. It's going to shock you. Probably who I have is a third-place team. Uh, may not. And the amount of wins they have as a third-place team might shock you. It may not. Because these teams have the easiest schedule in the NFL. Guns, who's your third-place team? The Baltimore Ravens. Agreement. Agreement. The Baltimore Ravens. We are in agreement in the North. Regression to the mean. Absolutely. I'll lead off with them. Okay. 
I got a lot to say about these three teams, by the way. Uh, I do too. Okay. Uh, so the Ravens. Does the league catch up with Greg Roman and Lamar Jackson? Yes. Super athletic, benefit from an easy schedule. Their division games are really difficult. I like their skill position players. Gus Edwards, Mark Ingram, two-headed monster running back last year. Now they had J.K. Dobbins. That's pretty darn good. Uh, tight end, uh, Nick Boyle step up. Hayden Hurst, Mark Andrews. They lost Hurst. But they Andrew, lost Hurst. Andrews is a beast. Nick Hayden will step in for Hayden yep, Hurst is yep, what I meant to yep, say. Yep. Uh, Mark, Andrew, Mark Andrews will be solid again. Uh, Marquise Brown will have to emerge in year two. Can he stay healthy? Miles Boykin, Willie Sneed. Third rounder David Deverley will be nice to emerge, but There's not, wide receivers yeah, are not a big nothing special, dude. Wide receivers not a big part of that offense. Their offensive line very good last year. All are ex- all are back except Marshall Yanda, Which who's repl- huge, who's replaced by fourth round pick uh, Ben Powers. Fairly, they're a fairly young line anyway that hasn't peaked yet, so that, that might be pretty good. Uh I'm I'm John Harbaugh really close to losing his job a few years ago. That might have been the best thing for him. Now he's coaching like he has nothing to lose. Uh, you know, him being a special teams coordinator and then getting a head coaching job paid, paved the way for Joe Judge. I hope Joe Judge has a similar career to to this guy. I I just have I just question that offense that flummox people last year. The league has a year to study it and a lot of time to study it with COVID. I'm not sure if they make the adjustment or the league makes adjustment to them. What do you think about their offense? Uh, I think they will make adjustments, but here's the thing. And I, I could be because I've, I've heard like guys saying like the Ravens are going to win 14 games this year. No, 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 no. Listen, I am not high as other people on Lamar. Uh, is he a super freak athlete? Is he a super freak player? Absolutely. I still believe to win in the National Football League. Got to throw the ball. You got to throw from the pocket. On third and 12, on third and 15, you got to sit back, read read the reads, make the throw. Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes. Yes, like, I bet, listen, there's going to be a lot of plays where you're Deshaun breaking, Watson. Breaking they make the throws. Breaking the pocket down, running outside, but the fact that your quarterback's main threat is his legs. Aaron Rodgers, listen, make the throws. He's going to get caught. That's all I'm telling you. Sooner or later, someone's going to lay it on him. He's not a big dude. He's going to get smashed. He can throw great outside the numbers on go routes or down the seam. Listen, you got to make those comeback throws. you got to make those slant throws. And what happens when they don't have a lead? Right. We saw what the Titans did. Total different statistics. And we saw what the Titans did on defense. Yeah. They took... That running game away from the Titan, uh, from the Ravens, and teams are gonna go to school like the Chargers did the year before in the playoffs. Yep. So let me finish when I, I got I got some more stuff here. I got you. I got you. So I think there's a a regression to the mean for the Ravens. I think things broke their way last year. I think a lot of things went right. Losing Marshall Yonda to retirement, I think it's bigger than people think. One of the best in the business. They signed Fluker to replace him. Fluker's garbage. <laughs> Downgrade. Bozeman, their left guard, he's average. Their center, Skura, he's okay. Stanley's really good. Orlando Brown Jr., their tackles are really good, but 
interior-wise, where they like to run those read options, they're not very good. Marquise Brown, he was hurt all all year last year since game one. Uh, he went off that game one to Miami, if we remember. Remember they yeah, dropped it was Miami. Like Miami was awful. Fifty then. points, and yeah. he was, but so he he pulled something. But this dude's been hurt his whole career. So Andrews is a weapon. Boykins is still improving. They they got your boy Devin DeVernay, yeah. round three. He got a couple of linemen in the draft yep. too, third and fourth round. Hey, I love the addition of uh, J.K. Dobbins. He led the country in running out of the shotgun, which is what he's going to do with the Ravens. So yards out of the shotgun, you know, with the spread when they're giving the ball, great pick. But Ingram's a beast. I just I think there will be regression, like like the coach said. I think teams are going to go to school on. They've seen the Ravens now. They've seen the tricks. They've seen Roman's game. Now you're going to have to sit back in the pocket. And and I've heard Lamar say in interviews, I want to sit in the pocket this year and throw the ball. Thank you. Hey, yeah. please sit in the pocket. And How'd throw that work the- out for Mitchell Trubisky? It, absolutely. <laughs> How'd that work out for a lot of running? Mike Vick and you name it. Yeah. I've been calling this on. I got blown up on Twitter when I said he's the next Cordell Stewart or blah, blah, blah. Listen, show me. you. If you can show me this year you can win from the pocket, this team's going to be a Super Bowl champion. I'm not buying it. Not going to happen. Let's move on to defense. Defense. So their defense, Patrick Queen, linebacker, nice pickup late late in the first round for them. Defense, fairly average last year. Uh, considering they played with a lead all the time, uh, they lacked pressure in the QB. They had the lead, and they couldn't really pressure the QB. And they tried to do some things um, in free agency to apply pressure to the quarterback because they know – even though they had the lead last year, they couldn't get pressures on the QB. Uh, their defensive line is all over 30. I, I talked about the Eagles being old and long in the tooth. I don't like that. Um, Lee Harrison at linebacker, Madison Matabuki defensive line, Broderick Washington. I don't, I don't, the defense improved, but I don't think it improved enough to take them over the top. That special teams is really good. Justin Tucker's automatic kicking, Sam Cock at punter. Best to me, the best kicking combo in the league. Right. Uh, so, you know, I, I just don't really believe in that defense enough, and they're going to have to gel quickly. Um, what do you got on their defense? So they were the number one blitzing team in the NFL last year, and their pressures and sacks right. weren't good. So that was the only way they got pressure. Right. Steelers led the league in in, in sacks, and they, they were always down. Right. And they still led well, the league in sacks. We're going to get to them, but. So I expect some regression from the Ravens. Um, I love Patrick Queen, dude. Like, I wish my team drafted him. I'm sure you wish the Giants drafted him. Like, he's going to be a stud. The dude's athletic. He will be the next great backer in Baltimore. Uh, They also drafted a linebacker in round three, Malik Harris. I think both those guys will see the the field early. Uh, Judon remains explosive off the edge. There's some weird stuff going on with him. He's looking for real estate in Kansas City. Like, I don't. And he didn't like the fact that he signed a franchise tag and didn't get a long-term deal. Like, I don't know. There's something weird there, but whatever. So they have no one else to pair with him to rush the quarterback. Um, They're relying on 2019 third-rounder Jalen Ferguson. They're hoping he makes a leap. I'm not sure about that. I'm not even sure he gets in the starting lineup. I love what they did. 
They added Calais Campbell from the Jaguars, past his prime, but a vet. Yep. He will find a way to fit in that scheme. He will make plays. That That's whole a, defensive line is over the age of 30. I know, but he's a good veteran to add to that that crew. I also love Derek Wolf. I know the guy's hurt all the time, but when he's healthy, he's another vet that is a good interior guy that will make plays. Um, you know, they have the ultimate run stuffer in Brandon Williams. Let's if 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 that if all those guys stay healthy, they'll be better than people think. But I doubt it because yeah. they're like you said, they're all old. Yep. Um, their defensive backfield, on the other hand, is elite. Earl Thomas. Yep. Chuck Clark played well. Jefferson, he got hurt, and then they were like, "Okay, you can leave." Marlon Humphrey, first round pick, and Marcus Peters. I mean, so yeah. they are elite in the secondary, and that's and Jimmy Smith is their uh, slot corner. Yep. So th- that secondary is elite, but if they can't get pressure without blitzing, and now you're not going to have Hodges at quarterback, you're <laughs> not going to have Rudolph at court. Like, and you got a better coach in Cleveland, right? And we're going to get to them next. But yeah. so anyway, so I think that defense takes a step back, but I do love that secondary. But I have the Baltimore Ravens going nine and seven, making the playoffs. I have them with 12 wins and making the playoffs as the third-place team in the North. A 12-win third-place team. Wow. And on that, let's take a break. Please visit www.jeffreybelanger.com, and you'll get all these free picks that we give you, whether it's NFL, NBA, college basketball, if it starts again, Major League Baseball, which is up and running, you can get those at www.jeffreybelanger.com. When you're there, click on the Amazon banner at buy yourself something nice, and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. Again, get all those free picks, www.jeffreybelanger.com. And we're back, and this has been the most anticipated segment of the podcast over the last eight weeks. So we've already had the fourth and third place teams in this division, the Bengals and Ravens. So now it's down to the Steelers and Browns. And I know we have a bunch of Browns fans listening. We don't talk about who we have in first and second place prior to pod. We want actual reactions. My second place team in the AFC North, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Disagreement. Oh, our first disagreement in the North, whether it's NFC or AFC. So what do we want to go with? I will speak about the Steelers. We will speak about the Steelers. What do you got, Guns? You want to start? You want I'm going to let you start off because I don't think I can add much. I'll try to because I know you know this team inside out. I'll do my best. Though. So, go ahead. So here's, here's the deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They were last on offense last year in DVOA in the league. Not a shock. Right. <laughs> so they were the worst offensive team in the National Football League. So... If you tell me that Big Ben is even an average quarterback this season, they're going to be a lot better. Well, last time Big Ben played, he was fourth in QBR. Correct. That That's top five in the league right he, there. And in case hey, you don't know your numbers, folks. You can say <laughs> what you, you can say what you want about Big Ben and, you know, you could talk the game. But I'm telling you right now, I think last season with him getting hurt humbled him. I think it 
I think it put like the finality of his career. He wants to be a Pittsburgh Steeler legend. He wants to be known as the best quarterback to ever play for the Pittsburgh Steelers. 2016, 2017, 2018, Ben's yards per attempt was 7.5, just below his career average. So he's still getting it done. And he he wants that spot in immortality in the way he's he needs one more Super Bowl to do it. So I'm looking for a bounce back season from Big Ben. All reports out of Pittsburgh, ground troops on the ground. They're they're telling me he's 100. percent I'm looking for a bounce back from Juju. There's a new number one in town. His name is Deontay uh, Deontay Johnson. This guy's a great route great route runner. He gets college open. So these guys last year he's wide open on throws and these guys are just missing them. And you get Duck Hodges and absolutely freaking so Mason he, Rudolph throwing. He's though. not Antonio Brown at all, but he will be the new number one. I would say if you're a Steeler fan, think back to Santonio Holmes. He's more a Santonio Holmes. He's going to be the number one that way. He's not going to get downfield on you, but he's going to run routes and he's going to get so wide open. Ben's going to be hitting him all day. Juju will still be the game breaker. They're going to move him in the slot at times. James Washington improved a lot last year. They, he's, gave, they gave Juju a lot of problems because he couldn't adjust to being a number one receiver, but he had Mason nobody Rudolph throwing and Duck him. Andy, yeah. was, Andy was injured last year all year. So. He was hurt last year all year. People didn't even, he didn't like advertise it, but he was hurt. You know what? I like Ryan Switzer. I, I like, you know, I, he's one of those crafty, cool yep, Beasley yep, types. Yep, He'll be a fourth or a fifth. Uh, James Washington, though, that's the that's my guy. He improved a lot last year with garbage quarterbacks. He's ready for a breakout. Um, this kid, they drafted in the second round, Claypool, Chase Claypool from Notre Dame. I don't know if anybody's seen any of his uh, highlights on Twitter or anything yeah. like that. Freak athlete, big boy. A typical um, Pittsburgh Steelers second-round wide receiver pick. Absolutely. That could be a game-breaker. He's big. He's fast. Um, you add Ebron to the mix with Van uh, Vance McDonald. Listen, I know Ebron's had his issues throughout his career. Him and Ben have always had this like weird freaking love affair like when when uh they played uh the colts and ebron was on the colts him and ben were like oh i wish i played for you know a quarterback like anyway i compare eric ebron to this i call him the jack in the box sometimes he shows up and surprises you and other times the box is broken and nothing happens you just get the little song going around and nothing happens you're gonna pair him with mcdonald and mcdonald we've seen his the best of Vance McDonald with the stiff arm first Tampa, and we've seen the worst. So Vance McDonald doesn't inspire me at tight end. Uh, I don't like their right. tight end he's, people. He's, he's been hurt a lot. Um, running back solid, nothing special. I think James uh, Conner is just a four and a half yards of carry in 2018, just four yards last year. He's another guy, when healthy, at times a game breaker, when he's but he's always hurt. Jalen Samuels, Benny Sell, Anthony yep. McFarland. Somebody's got to show up at running so back. So listen, they draft this kid McFarland out of um, Arizona, and uh, thing is, they signed a quarterback coach uh, out of Maryland, Matt Canada. So they like had insight into these Maryland guys. McFarland is a he, Willie Parker type. Mm-hmm. He'll probably get four carries a game, but if he gets a seam. 
He's going the distance. So I, I like him a lot uh, as a rookie. My point is this. Uh, the O-line remains one of the best in the game. Really no holes. Even with their guys they lost and the guys they're bringing in, that offensive line is going to be really good. I have some concerns. I don't. You add big they, they were They were 30th in run blocking last year, 12th in pass blocking. That might The pass blocking 12th is pretty good, but considering they had two backup quarterbacks, when the run blocking wasn't very good when last year. When there's no threat of a pass. That's true. You're going to load, you're gonna load up and make them throw the ball, which they did. Yep. Single covered everybody. Safety's dropped into the box. Trust your boy. This team will run the ball this year, and they will throw the ball at will with this weapons on offense. And and when you're ready for the defense, I, I got a spiel for the defense. I'm, I'm just going to chime in with the Steelers. Cause I don't think there's – I chimed in on the offense. There's not much I can add. Uh, I, the, I think he, you guys are both Steelers fans. we got Jared in here who's a Steelers fan as well. Um, I think your coach is awesome. Cut his teeth with Tony Dungy and John Gruden. They have a very good staff. Reminds me a little bit of the Patriots staff. They don't have a ton of coaches. They have real simple coaching titles, and they just coach their guys up. He always has their team playing better at the end of the season. I think Mike Tomlin's one of the, one of the best quarterbacks and uh, uh, coaches in the NFL. Um, but what do you think about coaches? I'll say this about Tomlin. I love him as a motivator and a leader of men. And he keeps those wing nuts in line. I don't know I, how he freaking does it, but Antonio Brown played for him. I do not love, though, his in-game coaching. Mm. He's not a great in-game coach, but and they, that's what worries me. But they, they always play better at the end of the year, though. Listen, he's a leader of men. They play hard for him all the time. They do play better at the end of the year, but he will make some in-game decisions sometimes that I'm – I, I th- and I used to say that about Cower. Yes, till Cower let the leash off one and then said, hey, like um, you're saying. Um, Harbaugh? Yeah, when he just said, hey, I, win or lose. Like, if I don't Ron win. Ron Rivera? Not, yes. Like, you got sometimes you got to let your players just, play. Yeah. It worries me. So, But you know what? He's also very young. Yes. He's been coaching for a while. He's only like 48 years old. Yep. So maybe – he gets a little bit more confident with that in-game coaching stuff. And, you know, yep. he, he's got still time to improve. He's yep. young. Yes. They got him young. I agree. Uh, defense. Uh, you know, this is something special for them. Uh, the defensive line is very good. They're 11th in the run. They're the best at the, in the NFL getting to the quarterback. Really impressive because they really had the lead. They can – Get to the QB. The linebacker group is very good. Devin Bush, Vince Williams, Bud Dupree. The Minka Fitzpatrick addition was really good. Uh, Joe Hayden is good. Uh, they got Jay- If they somehow get Jalen Adams in a trade, which is rumored for that to happen, wow. Uh, I think their top 10 special teams, Chris Boswell, did a very good job kicking for them last year. Uh, t- one of the toughest fields to kick at, Heinz Field. Uh, Jordan Barry didn't have a great 2018. They got college free agent Corliss Waitman in to compete for that punting position. Uh, what do you got on defense and uh, special teams guns? So the thing about this defense is they led the league last year in turnovers, and it was a, ri- a ridiculous number. That usually regresses and to it, me. And that scared me a little exactly bit. Exactly what I was going to say. It will regress. Here's the thing. They've led the league in sacks for three straight years. They get to the quarterback 
And when Watt gets to the quarterback, he creates turnovers. Um, they had a five-game stretch last year where they did not allow 17 points in any game. With today's NFL, I mean, the, the offense is barely, and their offense could barely make a first down. The addition of Minka put this unit over the top. He is like the modern-day Palomalu. Um, he he changed the Steeler organization. Um, their only weakness is... Um, the other safety, and that's Terrell Edmonds, who was a number one pick. Uh, he's a, a decent tackler, but he, he can't cover. But other than that, there is no weakness on this defense. Joe Hayden, and I'll quote, well, I can't quote it, but I heard a podcast where he said, since we got Minka, I can start gambling again. And he nope. started creating turnovers. Stevie Nelson, a quiet addition last year from Kansas City, did not allow a receiving touchdown all year. Mike Hilton in the slot, devastating blitzer, good cover man. You add the pass rush of a TJ Watt, could be defensive player of the year, with uh, just for example, you want to compare him to Miles Garrett, who just signed yeah. huge money. Three seasons for Watt, 15 forced fumbles, four recoveries, three interceptions. Garrett, sixth force fumbles, one recovery, no interceptions. Watt is a game wrecker. And you got a terrible Madden rating. Yes. <laughs> uh, Dupree, they franchised him. He got 11 and a half sacks last year. So he's on another like year to make or break his deal. There's no way they can keep both of them. But, hey, you you franchise uh, Dupree, let him go loose. Um Hopefully he lives up to the hype and does it again. They drafted uh, Highsmith out of uh, Charlotte, third-round pick. Devin Bush is going to get better this year. He flashed last year, but he will be a stud this year. That defensive front, dude, with Hayward, they missed to it all last year. He got hurt game seven. So now you're adding one of the best defensive linemen back to that defense that was impervious last year. Um I, I admit the D will regress to the numbers. They will not get the turnovers. They won't have the sacks. But good special teams, if the defense even plays close to what they played last year with the improvement in the offense, this team is going to win this division, and this team is going to go far in the playoffs. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers going 11-5. and 11-5. and five. So you have them win the division at 11-5. I have them second place in the division Getting 12 wins. Wow. 12 wins. And I'll talk about their schedule after we talk about the Browns, but there's a big game in week 17 where the Pittsburgh Steelers will be visiting Cleveland. But I'm going to save that schedule talk for my first place team, the Cleveland Browns. The Brownies. I'm ready to throw up right now. All right. So. LeMay, I'm ready to throw up. Kevin Stefanski, I think this is a great hire. He spent 14 years with the Vikings. Three different head coaches kept him on. So that's a signal he must be a good coach because three coaches, three different head coaches wanted him on that staff. So that is a great sign. He's coached all, all, all over the offensive side of the, of the ball. 
They got Bill Callahan to coach the offensive line in Cleveland. I think that is freaking great. He did wonders with that Washington team. He's a veteran guy. He's been around the block. He's going to help Stefanski around. Um, Joe Woods, defensive coordinator. Him and Stefanski go back to the Viking days where he was a defensive backs coach for the Vikings from 2006 to 2013. He was a defensive coach for Denver, uh, defensive coordinator for Denver. He was a D-backs coach for the 49ers last year. They have a coaching staff uh, position called the chief of staff. I love it. I've never heard of it before. (laughs) I think it's freaking great. Um, Baker needed a better offensive line. Uh, he, He needs a better play caller. His QBR the last two years has not been good. The Browns invested all this money in analytics. They need to figure out what plays work best for Baker and make those and and make call the offense so it, it suits Baker and what he's good at. And I think they're going to do that. His yards, TDs, completion percentage is down. Interceptions were up, not trending the right way. But I think that has more to do with the Freddie Kitchens offense that might have been the issue and not necessarily uh, uh, Baker. I think Stefanski will be smart. I think he's going to use Nick Chubb. I like their skill position players. Nick Chubb, top 10 running back. I'm going to dare to say top five running back. Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, pair them on the outside. You got Austin Hooper to team up with David Njoku, who asked for a trade, which is stupid. He he doesn't realize what they're trying to do. Uh, Maybe somebody forgot to tell Njoku the plan. They're going to have two tight ends on the field paired with Odell and Jarvis Landry and Chubb. And, oh, yeah, they got Kareem Hunt that can play in the backfield as well. Um, and, you know, I, I just I really like this team. They got right tackle Jack Coughlin and free agent from Tennessee to help the offensive line. Jarek Willis to play left tackle. The issue is going to be the middle of the offensive line. That middle of the offensive line has got to hold up so Baker can throw. Wyatt Teller moves, back, uh, moves from the backup role to replace Eric Cush. J.C. Treader, Joel Bettino need need to make the next step. Uh, run blocking was top three in the league. Pass protection, bottom third of the NFL. I really like this Browns offense. I think Stefanski's going to make the right calls. Um, what do you think of this offense? Coach, I sat here last year on this podcast in your garage, your sunroom, and I told you the Cleveland Browns would not make the playoffs. They were overhyped, right? Remember they that? were overhyped. And you were – you had him in, like people had him, and everybody lit me up on Twitter. You're a fool. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Listen, it's reversed this year. Now absolutely. people are underplaying him. And I told you Baker would struggle. I I saw it in the cards. I'm here to tell you right now, this team will be much better this year. Brutal bit, brutal division, <clears throat> but they have a much better coach, like you said, and a much easier schedule. Um. Much easier. The key is this. They drastically improved that O-line. Um, I think Stefanoski is going to take the ball out of Baker's hands. Chubb it. Yep. Chubb it. And Ch- I think Chubb's a top three running back in the NFL. He's very like, good. Dude's like. He ran really well last year behind a shitty line. Yes. Makes makes dudes With miss. With Freddie Kitchens calling the play. Breaks tackles. Yeah. Dude, Kitchen was. Terrible. First series. Cleveland score. After that, he could not adjust to the game plan. That's the, that's the key to the NFL, dude. We all plan all week for what yeah. you want to do, right? And then when the game happens, 
teams see what you're doing. They're like, oh, we're going to do this and then take away this. He could not adjust. Stefanski will. And he, he wants to run the ball, play power football, right? Yep. So I think they're going to set it up where Baker is good at first read, first throw. They'll set it up where they got Beckham running slants. You got Landry in the slot. You got those two tight ends, Hooper, um, and Joku. Big trouble there. Um, listen, and the other thing about Baker is this. He will win a game or two. You give him a chance, he's going to win a game or two. At he the almost end of the- had him in the playoffs as, yes, a, uh, as right, a rookie. Right. Give him a chance at the end of the year or the end of a game. He's got the moxie to win a game or two. Yep. Like, he's got that. I'm going to confidence. Yes. Take this game over and do it. You said they added Conklin. Huge addition, dude. Drafted Willis out of uh, Bama. Huge addition, dude. Um, Bettino's a great guard. Probably super underrated. Um, Chubb, like I said, I think he's top three. Um, the first man never brings him down, dude. He can go distance on any play. And then you got Hunt as his backup. This offense is going to be explosive. And I like the way Stefanski's going to run it. They're going to play power football. And in the AFC North right now, that's the game. You play power football, run the ball, keep your de- try to keep your defense off the field. Thing is, you're playing the Ravens and the Steelers, so you're going to be playing big boy football. So, well, Not only that, but they got a quality backup. Yep. So if Baker does get hurt, they're, they're going to be fine, and he knows what Stefanski wants. So I, I I don't even if there's like a COVID situation where you lose Baker for three weeks, they have a quarterback that's going to go on, and, and that quarterback took the Vikings pretty deep with yep. Stefanski was yes. there. Yep. So I, I I really like this offense as well. What do you got on their defense? Um, well, you start with Miles Garrett just signed that huge contract. Um, I think they overpaid for him, but yeah. hey, it is what it Somebody's is. Somebody's got to get um, the money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, every year the contracts go up. Um. Excuse me. Uh, Vernon Richardson played well up front. They added Vet Claiborne from Atlanta. A little bit past his prime, but he's solid. Um, drafted third rounder Elliott. Billings is good in rotation. Uh, Ward has potential to be a superstar. Williams was up and down last year, but he's a rookie, so you expect that. Um, guy, Steelers, he was, Steelers were looking at him. So Delp from LSU as a safety. Uh, he will play next to. Uh, former first-rounder Joseph out of West Virginia. He underachieved in his career, but now bring him into Cleveland. So you got two super athletic safeties. Um, I think the weakness of this defense is their linebackers. They drafted the kid Phillips out of LSU in round three. Schubert's gone, but he was. it was time for him to go anyway. That was a good move by them. Um, we'll see if those linebackers can hold up in this division with – I mean, this division is going to be ferocious. I have the Cleveland Browns going ten and six and making the playoffs. I have them also winning twelve games, and I I think they're the first place team. They get it because of some tiebreakers. I'm going to talk about their schedule in a minute. They did lose linebacker Christian Kirksey. They lost Joe Schubert to Jacksonville. They got B.J. Goodson from Green Bay to fill one of the spot. Miles Garrett playing a full season will help. I think Olivier Vernon has lost his legs. I think yeah. he's, I think he's yep. done. Uh, Grant Delpit, second-round pick at safety, should help. 
Uh, Jacob Phillips, third rounder at linebacker, is going to step right in. Uh, Joe Woods should have some help from the offense putting this defense in better situations than they did last year. I think that's going to be a big part of it. I think their special team is just average, but that has to do with their return game. But having an, an average special teams in this division is tough because it's a very good special teams division. Yep. I got them winning 12 games, and I got them starting off hot. Guns. I have them winning the opener in Baltimore. Then wow. they get Cincinnati and Washington. They lose at Dallas, but then they go on a little run here. They beat Indianapolis at home. I have them winning at Pittsburgh, at Cincinnati, <laughs> beating Vegas home, come off the bye. They beat Houston at home. They beat Philly. And then they're feeling a little full of themselves. One, two, I can three, tell you right four, now they're five, not beating six. Pittsburgh in Because they're nine back. and one to start okay. the year. Oh, no way, dude. Yep. But then they lose. After they beat Philly at home, they're going to go on a three-game losing streak because they're feeling good about themselves, right? They're going to lose at Jacksonville. They're going to lose at Tennessee. They're going to lose to Baltimore. And the, the, the sky is falling, Chicken Little in Cleveland. But you know what? They turn it around because they travel to New York back-to-back weeks. They beat up the Giants. They sneak by the Jets. Week 17, division on the line, and the Cleveland Browns beat the Pittsburgh Steelers to clinch the AFC North. Jared, Jared, ain't no way that's happening, brother. So you have 10 wins for them, and I have 12, right? Yep. Ah, that's a good. This is a good time to take a break. I think everybody needs to take a break and get a drink after after hearing that. Uh, May you got to be the whole me, breakdown dude. of the AFC North. We'll be back in a moment with the mailbag questions. If you're gonna make any online wagers, we suggest going where the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast guys go. www.mybookieag. Use that promo code Darth at checkout. You'll get yourself a fifty percent sign up bonus. And, you know, they have lots of stuff there. They have all the lines from all the major sports. They have even minor sports. They have simulated sports. They have entertainment that you can bet on. They have politics that you can game on. It's all there. They have online casino as well. You can play a little blackjack. The coach came in a eighth place in a free blackjack tournament the other day. Go to www.mybookieag. Use that promo code DARTH at checkout to get a 50% sign-up bonus. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookie. AG. And we're back. And before we get to the mailbag questions, the coach gives you some golf picks right now. The coach will give you some Major League Baseball picks usually right now. We recorded this a little bit in advance because of some vacation stuff going on. So the, the MLB picks, you want those, go to www.jeffreyblanger.com. Those picks are there. Same with the golf picks. We got the Barracuda Open. Oh, which is in Reno, Nevada. Wow. And you got the FedEx. I think it's some championship. It's an invitational. The FedEx Invitational. It's the World Golf Championships. FedEx St. Jude Invitational going on at the TPC Southwind in Memphis, Tennessee this week. That'll be on the website as well. So all that stuff's on the website. I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast. This is just pure football in this podcast. That's what I'm talking about. And we're going to NFL questions. The mailbag. Again, if you want to, you want some mailbag questions, you can hit us up on Twitter at Talk Gambling. That's the Twitter and Instagram handles. You can uh, email 
jeffreybelandre at gmail.com. We'll, we'll, put, your, we'll put your questions at on the Guns. mailbag. Go at Nikki Guns. At Nikki Guns yeah. on the uh, Twitter. So let's start with Bengals. Let's get them out of the way as, as we usually do. Bengals. Rick from Cincy. He's a Bengals fan. Sorry, Rick. Uh, the Bengals have used a lot of draft capital on the offensive line. It has not been good. Will we get an actual gauge on Joe Burrow while he's running for his life all year? What do you got, the guns? Uh, probably not. I mean, <laughs> I, I, we, we talked about this earlier. The, the National Football League, you win and lose games on the offensive and defensive line. That's why I'm a Gettleman fan. I know the coach does not like me to say that. but uh, I'm neutral on Gettleman now. If I were to draft every single year as an NFL GM, I would take an offensive lineman. And one of my first three picks. Yep, and a defensive lineman and one of my first three picks. That's where the game is one loss. So, no, you may not get a real read on him. Hopefully he does not get shell-shocked because he's getting smoked by the Steelers, the Ravens, and the Browns because they're going to have pass rush. Yep. And hopefully he survives this year. So, great, great question, and that's the answer. I think you will get a gauge on, on Joe Burrow this year. You're going to see how well he can move with his legs because he, he's going to have to make plays quickly. Throw the ball and, away. Um, they need to use some of those high picks they're going to have over the next couple of years to get some offensive line to protect them. So, yeah, great question, Rick. Yeah, they, they have spent a lot of draft capital on the offensive line. It has not panned through. Let's go to the Browns now. Jorge from Akron, Ohio. The Browns fan. Who got the better of the Odell Trade Giants or Browns feels like a draw. That's what Jorge says. What do you got, Guns? I will give him. I'll give him a draw. I, I'm not sure who got the best of that. Uh, Odell has not lived up to the hype with Cleveland. Um, he's been, I would say, more of a cancer than a productive player. But I think this year we could see a little different Odell. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Odell's just like. I think I wonder if if he never made that catch. Yeah, what would it be? Like what would we be like would he we just say like he's I uh, like is Jarvis Landry better, right? Yeah. Like I wonder. I mean, listen. Jarvis Landry made a living catching 3-yard right, passes in but, Miami though. But he's slot. Yeah. You can't cover him and like Odell that catch was listen. Do you need you, Odell needs to get slants, yes. quick outs or down the field, yeah. up top, like I don't, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not. Sure. I think talent wise, Odell's a top five receiver. I don't think he's ever going to live up to the no the I, billing. I, I give a slight advantage to the Browns in that trade because you still have the game plan for for Odell, yes. and that helps Chubb. That helps Jarvis Landry. Helps Baker Mayfield. Um, Odell's someone you you know you need the game plan for. The Giants needed a safety because they lit, allowed Landon Collins to walk, which was a smart move. Yes. Um, they got Dexter Lawrence with one of those draft picks. Been okay. Oshine, uh, Oshin, Kimes, Zimes, whatever, third-round pick, defensive player. Hasn't really produced. I mean, that Odell deal was contingent on the Olivier Vernon, uh, Kevin Zeitler deal, which was kind, they're kind of paired up. Yeah. They, needed, yep. they weren't going to make the Odell deal unless that other deal happened because the, the Giants wanted to get out of the Olivier Vernon deal. Kevin Zeitler's been pretty good for yep. the Giants. Yep. Um, but I still give the Browns a slight advantage. Odell's behavior hasn't been bad with Cleveland. I thought it was bad with the Giants. Uh, Vernon is last year at a contract with the Browns. Uh, I don't know why the Browns restructured 
and and guaranteed uh, guaranteed money to Olivier Vernon to waive the franchise tag rights because you weren't going to franchise tag that guy anyway. It made no sense to me. Um, it, it gave them no wiggle room to get rid of him and to sign like a clowny or something. Not that they need to. They got a good defensive line. I say slight advantage to the Browns, but not much. It's kind of an equal deal. Steelers question. Ray from Bel Air, Ohio. Is an Ohio guy. That's that, that, that's a that's a that's a, a Pirates and Steelers fan. Bel Air must be near the, the Pittsburgh line. A bit concerned the Steelers did nothing to get a quality backup QB or a QB of the future this offseason. Ben is getting isn't getting any younger, and all the other QBs from his draft class have hit the wall or retired. Did we just miss the boat with Cam or Jordan Love? I say absolutely not. Um, I totally agree with what the Steelers did. Maybe I'm being a homer here. Listen, Mason Rudolph never got a fair shake. By the you know, he started playing. Earl Thomas knocked his effing face mask. That's true. That's true. Off his helmet, dude. Like really, he he comes back at some point, and then Miles Garrett. Is giving him the business and then hits him with his helmet. Like Mason Rudolph has first round talent. Whether he's that guy, I don't know. Devlin Hodges, I don't think he'll even be on the team this year. No, he they'll won't. find somebody else. They already did, but he he did the job when he needed to do, when he needed to do the job. He got W's. Listen, give Rudolph a season. Let him have a normal year. <laughs> <laughs> he could be the guy. Maybe he's not. Hey, right now, Steelers are focused on winning Super Bowls with Big Ben. Don't worry about the damn backup. Let's play football. I don't know what you're talking about, uh, Ray from Bel Air. You already got your quarterback of the future. You signed Paxton Lynch this offseason. Yeah, as a free agent. he's been there for a while, <laughs> though. So, yeah. Paxton Lynch. Busford of Broncos. Yep. Ah, uh, boy. Worry about that. Like, like yeah, Gunset. Like, you're you trying to think win. about that, yeah. dude. Yeah. And Mason Rudolph is a capable backup. Absolutely. Right. He's not like. Or, right. Yeah. He's not Hodges, dude. Right. Yeah. Ravens question. Franco Weeks from Edgemere. Franco. I have no idea where Edgemere is. He didn't give me a state. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. This is for you, Guns. Uh, the Guns doesn't like the running QBs. Different time than Cordell and Lamar. Oh, wait. Let me read this again. Different time than Cordell and Lamar has more talent. The whole league runs. Lamar will be right with Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson for years to come. How close does he have to get to last year's numbers for Ravens to have a similar season? He will have to get very close, and I don't think it's even going to happen. I mean, I I cannot see it happen. Last year he had 36 TDs and 1,200 yards rushing. Right, and I cannot see that happen, and especially the fact that he's talking about wanting to stay in the pocket and throw the football. That worries me. As If I were a Raven fan, that would worry me. Listen, I want this dude to run like, hey, let him loose. If he gets hurt, he gets hurt. Like you got to let him let him play his game. I think he's going to try to become more of a pocket quarterback. There's no way he scores that many touchdowns again this year. No way. And I'm telling you, the NFL hit is coming. Like he's <laughs> he's done a great job in college and a great job in the pros of avoiding that shot 
Yeah. But Cam got it. Cordell got it. Vic got like you name a running quarterback, and I understand the league has changed, and I agree. It's a running league now, but sooner or later he's gonna get caught. And when he does, I want to see how he responds. So thirty six TDs, twelve hundred yards rushing for them to get a repeat performance. No way. I think they need he needs at least thirty touchdowns passing and nine hundred yards rushing. Which is still damn good. Yes. And then you might get back to where you were last year. Twelve wins. Right? Remember, Thirteen wins. This this division wins. is the division's tough. Yeah. But they got easy non conference schedules. They got lucky with who they got. So there you have it. Nikki Guns, anything else for the good of the podcast? No, sir. No, sir. All right. Please be sure to visit www.jeffreyblanger.com. All the picks are there, whether it's Major League Baseball, golf. We got NBA action going on. Remember, don't don't tail the coach on the NBA stuff. He doesn't know jack shit on the NBA. I'm a baseball guy. I'm a football guy. Plain and simple. The uh, Hopefully, uh, Darth Wager will get some um, basketball picks up for you. He's very good at basketball. He just finished his master's class. He's got a little bit more time to do the research in the pod. So hopefully uh, Darth Wager will have some uh, basketball picks and NHL picks for you. www.jeffreyblanger.com. When you're there, click on the Amazon banner ad. It looks like my book, Cold Blood Red. Buy yourself something nice. A little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. And if you're going to make any online wagers, I suggest going to www.mybookieag. Use a promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus. You play, you win, you get paid at mybookieag. Hope everybody has a great end to the work week. And as always... May the picks be with you.